The following podcast uses profanity in creative ways, and we bring up all the topics that you are warned against talking about in polite conversations. The contents herein are for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and do not necessarily reflect any business, nonprofit organization, state government, or federal government. Listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcasts. And since we're releasing this on a Wednesday, I guess you know what that means. It's time once again for the features segment, and we're going to jump right into them here in a second. But if you're new to the format for the show, we normally get all of our news and current events stuff out of the way on Monday with the uh, current events portion of the show. And on this one, we dedicate the entire time to talking about items on our agenda that are a a lot less urgent. Uh, You know, like Fun With Real Audio, which we've got a lot of great ones for you this week. And also, we're going to be doing a... uh, a bit of listener interaction, as well as uh, a new rant from yours truly. So anyway, uh, Kyle is joining me on this segment, but he is away from the microphone right now, so I'm just recording this as quickly as I can so we can get right into it. So let's go. Now just go. Um, what? Do it, man. Oh. 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 Yeah. You better now, man? Yeah. You mellow? Yeah. Feel alright, huh? Yeah. What are you doing, man? Sometimes that helps. You know, I'm really liking this new uh thing where the listeners actually get in touch with us and leave us like uh amazing comments or you know hitting us up through the contact us on the website really easy to get in touch with us i mean you can hit us up three four seven six six nine three three seven seven with any text message you might want us to talk about you can call and leave a voicemail and all that stuff but the the one that i want to get started with i always go with crazy first and you might remember a couple of weeks ago kyle and i did a episode together where we were starting to talk about how a christian college is uh all kinds of been out of shape because of yoga that's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> Yoga <coughs> bending. And so the Christian college wants to take all the woo out of it. And they, they want to call it something else besides yoga. You know, they call it like lifestyle fitness or something like that. So we have somebody on our YouTube that barraged me with five fucking comments, like one after the other is like point after point after point. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I don't get this. And so, here's how it starts it says it is a totally foolish concept of a moron that yoga is stretching and breathing (laughs) um no that's a literal description of what it is so and he says no (laughs) yoga per se per se is a hundred percent religion no no translating asana as posture is fraud cheating Asana is derived from the root word to to sit down or to sit. I don't know what the fuck it means. And he <laughs> translates this into like, and he bring he uses fucking Sanskrit. There's Sanskrit in this comment, oh. and it says like 
Oh God, I offer you a seat. Offering a seat to whom? I offer my body in the form of a different asanas to the God pervading within me. Is there any proof that God pervades within your body? No, dude. <laughs> Come on. It's people. I'm talking about Americanized. Americanized yoga. They might say all these wonderful little forms and stuff like that. But I want you to go find a college humor video where Gandhi actually attends a a yoga session and how much of the how much of the religion has been removed. And he's like, bitch, this is my actual religion. <laughs> when he's talking, I was like, oh, who did you learn from? He's like, oh, Robert Smith. Oh, that's a wise and wonderful yogi <laughs> that you learned from. <laughs> it's really funny. But this person's just like completely been out of shape saying that. Uh, that this is your soul as God, the inner pervader of your body and eternal blah, blah, blah. Instead of <laughs> developing stress by practicing two religions, they can either practice yoga religion, 100% religion, and give up the other, or vice versa. And that's common uh, one. But yoga is not in and of itself a religion. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, people. It's so this person is actually sharing all the like Vedas and Upanishads with us. And I've read a lot of these. Like I've read the Rig Veda, yeah. I've read the uh uh Sri Upanishad, you know, the the that's the one with the uh Krishna. That's the Krishna consciousness one where and I've read a lot of these things because I'm like, oh, this is fascinating. I've never learned this kind of stuff before. And it says that and this is in comment number three, is like if something, something, something is not religion, then what is religion? It appears that the Christian religious leaders have no control over their religious followers. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if this is a sir or ma'am. I'm just saying that just because ladies don't get this pissed off about things, I don't think, usually, that they fire off five, really. five comments with what's uh, with, the, with, what's with the, anglicized what's, what's the name on it? Zayavana Sharman. Charman. I could go either way. Zyavana, and they've only subscribed to three channels on YouTube, so they're really nobody. So I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a, you know, just a bot account that's looking up yoga. But they, they, they went through the process of actually calling us idiots. So, I mean, how do they know? <laughs> and so. Please, please tell us what we're wrong about. Let's see. It says here the. Uh, Lord God, Sri Krishna, very precisely defines God. What is yoga? And it says here, Dear Lord God, Sri Krishna knows, or these commercial morons know what is yoga? Yoga is stretching and breathing? My foot. <laughs> <laughs> if Bhagavad Gita is not religion, then what is religion? It, that's a book. Um, <laughs> not a religion. Yeah. Yoga is a hundred percent slash a hundred and one percent religion. Wow. Really? A hundred and one. You're pretty goddamn really? sure. Wow. <laughs> no, it's it's really it's really not. And he says here, by commercial morons, I do not mean the two people who talk in this video. So he's talking about us, Kyle. They are innocent. <laughs> So is he saying that the commercial morons, like the people that create all these yoga studios and stuff, or is he is he talking about us? I don't I don't know. Who's innocent here? My guess is us We're is innocent. innocent and the people who exploit it are not. Yeah, because Didn't they're we call they're... out the people exploiting it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. 
If not, we probably should have. It's it's hilarious that. uh, Yes, that's like saying that you know, um, Christian like sword fighting during the Crusades could be considered like a Christian martial (laughs) art kind of thing, because you're holding a giant cross upside down and you're fighting with it. It's like you could say that that's what that is, but the basis of that is you know swinging something heavy around to be in better shape. It's like how (laughs) yoga. Bending your body into different positions to stretch out and learning how to breathe while doing uncomfortable things. It's like, it's totally just a workout. It's like, I go to the Temple of the Iron to lift weights. It's like, no, I'm not going to make a fucking god and deity part of like lifting god. weights, man. It's like, didn't you know? several several years ago? Didn't we have a didn't we have a guy on our uh, on our website defending uh, LARPing as a legitimate martial art? Like <laughs> he was practicing medieval martial arts. Yes, medieval medieval European martial arts, and yes, <laughs> this was on Watch Play Read, and he was he yeah. he meant he meant well, but mm. man, he was like, so very he was, he was very defensive about it, like super yes. touchy about it. It's like the best the best part is these comments were all on a on a uh, a comedy article. It was it was a satirical article about, about LARPing, LARPing. <laughs> and he took it so seriously. I digress. No, that's okay. It just reminds me of the the article where we had where somebody pretended to be a pigeon looking for popcorn when they were doing uh, chat roulette, and they made an article about it. That's some fun back then. That was good times. Back when we didn't give a shit about news <laughs> or content. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about that? You wouldn't understand, Dad. You're not with it i used to be with it but then they changed what it was now what i'm with isn't it and what's it seems weird and scary to me it'll happen to you no way man we're gonna keep on rocking forever 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 continuing on with our uh listener interactions that we have here we have an email from a listener by the name of michelle who says, I wanted to say, I've been trying to understand the reason Trump behaves and the things that he says. Finally, an epiphany. You mentioned his age and available faculties. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I firmly believe that the guy is infirmed. He, he's not right in the head. And she, she continues here saying that I love my memories of my grandfather, which is like getting into, I mean, I, I appreciate you sharing your story, but at the same time, it's like it's getting in deep into non sequitur immediately. Uh, but he would blurt out random shit about Robert Redford destroying Utah, and he was not senile, just old and conditioned to a warped sense of reality. Which I think every age group kind of goes through that. And before senility sets in, you know, there are people where it's like, when I've watched a documentary recently. I think it was like how Fox News kidnapped my father or something like that. Or I can't remember what the name of it was, but I remember watching it. And it was essentially how this uh, this lady's dad went from being like this uh, progressive, you know, uh, pretty much liberal guy to becoming a hardcore conservative guy because he listened to nothing but talk radio when he was driving places and he watched Fox News. Like when he was hearing only one side of the situation and they, he changed like behaviors, like a completely different person. Like it warped his brain. It's really weird to see somebody descend like that. 
Uh, let's see. She also said that he was a World War II POW and a great man, but also very narrow and severe in some aspects. I think that might be the PTSD talking. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I find, and we're, and we're not making fun. Sorry, Michelle, we're not making fun, but this is like, I, I remember my dad coming back from Gulf War, which was not nearly as bad as anything previous generations have gone through, but anytime you stress the fuck out of people like that and have them around people and could be near their death, it fucks with them a lot. So she says, I find, even to myself, change and aging is a painful process. And we're, I'm in my late 30s, and I'm starting to find this out too. I'm like, I don't feel old. Why does it, why do I, everybody like look so young? <laughs> I don't feel old. Like I'm only 37. I shouldn't feel this old. Anyway, she says that I'm 52 and seeing myself becoming invisible in so many ways. And that would be the marketing department because they are aiming for our current generation right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and once you hit into your late, like your early fifties and stuff late into your sixties and they kind of forget that you are a buying block, they want the, the most, uh, spread of the bell end. So, yeah, well, I mean that, that section of that section of the population, they're not very, <laughs> they're not power consumers. No, definitely. Not. Most they, of, most of them don't what they have got. a lot of money. Yep. Yeah. And she says that uh, I totally agree that this is a human denying his vulnerability, age, and impotence. Yeah, I can kind of see that. I can see why that might make some people kind of crazy. Impotence? Well, Trump is very much impotent. (laughs) Careful. Oh, no. Yeah, he's a limp fucking noodle. (laughs) Well, I I was talking mainly. I was talking about his virility. Macaroni. There we go. Macaroni. He's a, he is a, he is a limp overcooked macaroni. That's there you go. See, and I wasn't going I wasn't going, you know, penis. I was going like he has no like real power. Like he's not a broker well, of power right now at all. There's there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also the, I'm pretty sure he is completely impotent. And even if he weren't, you probably couldn't tell. Yeah. Just based just based off the way he holds and carries himself and talks. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's the way not he shut only... down that interview and he kind of like retreated mm-hmm. to behind his desk and turned his back to the guy. It's like, oh my gosh, if you read body signals, like mm-hmm. this right. is a beaten man. <laughs> like well, I give up. Me give up. I yeah. give up. And I, I, I hate I hate to use the terminology, but that's you know little dick syndrome. Yeah, you gotta hate that terminology. <laughs> but that's really not only somebody who's not comfortable with themselves, yeah, but really feels like they have to overcompensate. And she says he, Sorry, go ahead. I I think if he could get away with it, he would have he would be driving a very big truck. <laughs> he you saw Feeling the way he looked in that, all over DC. You saw the way he looked inside that fucking oh, fuck. semi truck. <laughs> that's my that's my screensaver at work right now. Oh, I keep the windows up on my he, computer I'm all the sure, time. <laughs> I don't want I'm somebody. I'm sure he has never felt. I'm sure he's never felt so virile in his life. Look at my truck. <clears throat> Where's Melania? I got three inches to put in her. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm full steam ahead. I'm Donald Trump, bitch. <laughs> Oh, 
and see to finish out here she says and i hope <laughs> i hope and i hope i and all get to reach and accomplish our beloved hopes before we suffocate in the steaming pile of human greed steaming shit pile of human greed and i i do too i hope we get to do everything we want to do before we die <laughs> that's <laughs> that's ultimately what i'm aiming for these days is Part of me is going to live on because this podcast is paid for for like another decade. So <laughs> if I die, people can still find the back catalog. <laughs> I'm kidding. I haven't paid a year's, a 10 years in advance. <laughs> That'd be the smart thing to do, but I'm not that smart. Anyway, thanks for your wonderful email there, Michelle. We love hearing from our listeners. Mm -hmm. And everybody, please come at us with this shit. We love talking about this kind of thing. I'm supposed to be introducing this right here. This is so many different kinds of foods. Hey, Can you all see I that right there? There's there's an enchilada. This is 20 right year shelf life food, <laughs> and I put some of that yeah. cheese sauce on the on the taco. It is so that's called good. queso. Cheese that's... sauce is called queso. Oh dear Jesus! That's awesome. Oh, I'm a gringo that's trying to tell you queso. about Mexican queso. food. Yes. It's not going to work. No, that's little Lori, queso. help me. You uh, you no. you got some Mexican blood. <laughs> Five of our kids are full-blooded Mexican wow, kids. So this is Mexican food that wow. real-life Mexicans approve of. I don't know about you, but there's nothing like queso mm, sauce. Tasty. I'll tell you that right now. You know it's going to be a good episode when we start off with Jim Baker. <laughs> oh, food buckets. Yeah, and he's got something to say about Mr. Bill O'Reilly. So let's let him get to it. This is probably one of the biggest news days in history things are breaking all over the place but mondo you have what i think is probably the most important news story to the church world absolutely pastor sean hannity this week talked about conservatives being targeted to be shut down from every angle possible this affects the church today john you guys own um, every house you own every governorship you own one of the most successful news organizations out there called Fox News. How how are we shutting you the fuck down? O'Reilly got shut down because he made passes at people that he really should not have been doing. You know. Oh, and it was it was beyond it was I beyond mean, that. It was masturbating really, on the phone yeah. and shit. Like, dude, what the oh. fuck is your problem? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not something normal people do. I don't care how full of yourself you get. You know, you don't tug it on the phone with somebody unless they're into it too it's like that's just gross no. yeah no. or if, if you are shutting... make it quiet that's not shutting that's not shutting anybody down no that's... and what is this guy that he's got talking he's like yes it is it is jim it... i am pedro <laughs> and i'm not saying that is a racially tinged thing but sounds oh, like shit. the guy from fucking napoleon dynamite well for me i make recess last all day what do you think about o'reilly being fired you know i think that's the beginning of them going down and picking different targets that that speak out that they want to try and silence he's he had it he was an easy fucking target <laughs> it wasn't even so much that, that fuck we're not targeting he's anybody <laughs> more than he, okay o'reilly himself has had several sexual harassment complaints and lawsuits levied against him you remember when it him and just... ludicrous ludicrous and he went after each other for like a year and ludicrous made some great mm -hmm. albums but hi mrs o'reilly <laughs> you know 
Uh, and like he was talking about how he's like, oh, I, I wish I had a, I wish I was a loofah. Like using this this line from Stripes, you know? Just, what the fuck, Bill? <laughs> it's like, how do you get to be like super rich and super assholey like that, and then all of a sudden decide, you know what, the rules don't don't apply to me anymore? I I I I I don't get how that happens. Like I'm gonna be grounded in reality no matter how much money i have you know it's like i can't do that hunt man that's not something you can do that's impossible (laughs) (laughs) the strongest voice conservative voice in the world and yet they were able to wipe him out what what do you think about this today i I think it's a scary place to be when you have groups of people that are going after um uh, news commentators, uh, you know, it's it's unbelievable to me. And um, you, it's unbelievable to her. And she called him. She called him what he is: a news commentator. Yeah. He's not a journalist. Don't ever let that get fucking twisted. That was a character that he played. <laughs> Man, to one of the great colleges of the world. I do. And I know your school, College of the Wonder, Ozarks. You just spoke at that college this morning. Yes. I had the privilege to speak at their chapel. Service. You met with the president. Met with the president of the school. He watches our show. He's thankful that we're standing for what we believe in, and that's what we the school stands for. As they well. teach. My God, I want to weep almost because freedom <laughs> of speech has left America. Mm. Yeah. Hey, uh, all you people that are like supporting Sean Spicer and all these, uh, not Sean Spicer, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Spencer. Sean Spencer, Spencer and all these other people. Jim Baker's <laughs> on your side. He thinks that free speech has left the country too. I should tell you immediately right there how fucking wrong you are. <laughs> Nobody's taking away your free speech. They're taking away your platform. And that's what they did with Bill O'Reilly. They took away his platform mm-hmm. because they said, huh. We're not making money off of this anymore. Goodbye, Bill. <laughs> but my viewership was up. Yeah, but you're not going to have any fucking endorsements about that. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. Take Removing someone's platform to speak is uh, not by the government, by the way, which is really what the freedom of speech is all about. Yeah, we went it just deep means into that, that the, last week. The government or any government organization cannot infringe. That's it. Private companies, private organizations, property holders, they can all be, they they are very free to say, you can't do that here. Not according to you. You can't say that here. (laughs) So that's no, not infringing. (laughs) Philosophically, maybe, but legally, no. Nope. What happened to Anne? Culture. She got shut down by, you know, protesters that they don't want any conservatives coming to speak. And this is a school that promoted free speech. It's not. Look, the whole Ann Coulter thing is because she was going to somewhere where she wasn't welcome. And take from that whatever you will. She's allowed to come to the college and, and speak until the college goes, hey, look. We don't want you coming because, um, I mean, you could still come, but we can't guarantee your safety if that's the case that you're going to come here. And so she yeah. goes, okay, yeah, well, I'm going to cancel then. It's not them canceled mm-hmm. her. She canceled her event. Had nothing to do well, with the fucking college. It's uh, like, didn't, okay, look, didn't people. The school, didn't the school cancel the event as well? I'm not completely I, 100% I, on that. I can't remember the timeline. Of I events, just know that she but went either through. Either way. Either way. 
<laughs> if you can't, way, if you can't handle you the know, dissenting free... voice out in the audience, out in the audience, or out in the the commons or the the you know the quad, saying no, right. no, no, don't fucking go speak there. If you're not welcome there, mm-hmm. don't go speak there. Right. And that's the that's the nature of free speech. The nature of free speech is that the the public can show up and say no what you're saying is shitty and we don't know people can just show up and say no they're allowed to say we don't like you we we don't want you here we don't like you and you do with that what you will whether you're going to come there and get violent or whatever right and the odds of the odds of there actually being violence uh is is pretty low yeah I mean, it's not like the people but, that are Antifa are going there looking to start some shit. They're there to protest, no. just like how right. the right wing is there to protest. I'm, right. And, and, you know, that's not to say there aren't people. There aren't people, regardless of regardless of the event, regardless of the circumstances. Uh, they're, they're looking to stir shit up. Look, man. They I've are seen looking fi- to cause violence, but that's just... I've seen fisticuffs at Comic-Con. Come on. Right. Like, <laughs> there are people who will take any opportunity whatsoever. So and they're called extremists. There's a risk. <laughs> there is a risk. There is a risk anytime anywhere that you choose to to speak your mind. Yeah. You have a a whole world of people out there that can go fuck you and fuck everything that you stand for. Right. And that's right. kind of what happens are, with us sometimes. <laughs> yes. You are free to speak. You are not, you are absolutely not free from the consequences of those speech, even if those consequences are unfair. Yep. Exactly. What else does Jim have to say? They plan to shut up every conservative and Christian voice in America. Stay tuned today because we're going to prove to you what's going on. And it's dangerous. It's as, as oh. dangerous as an atomic bomb going. <laughs> well, that's a that's a that's a mighty big leap. That's a huge leap. Me shouting at you is not the same as melting your flesh off <laughs> mm. and leaving radioactive fallout for hundreds of thousands of years. And <laughs> we're gonna mm. decimate we're gonna decimate your city for a hundred mile radius. I've I've never uh, I've never versus played a, a, versus fifty people standing there saying. No, you're wrong, and you need to shut up now. I've I've never played a video game where you get like a seven kill streak, and the next thing you know, you you get locked in this like tactical SJW ready. <laughs> you don't get to lob that over to the enemy side, and they're like, actually, I don't think you should deserve the platform that you're. <laughs> oh, this is bad. Doesn't matter. Everywhere you go, you're surrounded by people with signs that say, "Well, actually." <laughs> and that is the truth it happens on both sides <laughs> in america yes an atomic bomb would be a horrible hideous thing but taking away yours and my freedom of speech and freedom of religion this is where we are right now <laughs> no one's taking away anything from you no we're yes. just we're just now standing yes. up to you and being like no <laughs> it is it's funny that you are allowed to say that yeah it's amazing mm. that nobody's shut down your tv station your roku channel 
your whatever the fuck you're broadcast on. It's amazing. You know, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's shut you down nobody's, yet. Nobody's pre-screened what you're going to say. Nobody has fined you for what you're going to say. This, isn't it, it doesn't amazing? matter. I mean, <laughs> there is no matter what legal precedent and legal restriction on free speech. You cannot always say whatever you want, wherever you want, whenever you want. That's never, ever been, been the case. The case. No. Except if you're a Tourette's guy, then you can just walk in and be like, ass! <laughs> ah, Tourette! Not, not that Tourette's guy, not the, the YouTube Tourette's guy from early internet history. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of old, <laughs> old videos. <laughs> like, this is prior uh. to Newgrounds. This is like when Dookie.com was still a new thing. Or is it Duty? Duty or Dookie? I can't remember. Gotta make a new... Look, if you you really want to protect your freedom of speech, beyond a doubt, go get a doctor's note that says you have Tourette's. That'd be amazing. There you go. Oh, fuck you! (laughs) Now you can't be held responsible for anything you say anywhere. That's it. Yeah. And then people would look at you with like pity. Oh, Aww. poor guy. <laughs> poor he, has right, he has right wing Tourette's. <laughs> no, with Jim, it's rape Tourette's. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, he has Nazi Tourette's. He can't help himself. He just hit. He just <laughs> pinned down that Jessica Hahn and just did his thing. He Everyone's like, he didn't rape anybody. What the fuck are you people talking about? There's apologists for Jim Baker everywhere. And it's amazing. It's amazing. We're probably going to get some hate on this video. What do your sensors indicate? Nothing, sir. Nothing. Mr. Data, you must mean that it's empty of matter. There's always some energy form at work. Sir, our sensors are showing this to be the absence of everything. It is a void without matter or energy of any kind. Yet this hole has a form, Data. It has height, width. Perhaps. Perhaps not, sir. It's hardly a scientific observation, Commander. Captain, the most elementary and valuable statement in science, the beginning of wisdom is, I do not know. I do not know what that is, sir. One time I was with Lou Engle and we were at the call, Nashville. 72,000 people in the crowd. It was hot, hot, hot. Did you represent the lollipop guild Mm -hmm. while you were there? (laughs) A little bit. But you know what? 72,000 people in a single space. Yeah, it's, it's going to be hot. hot. Yeah. No, she not only hot, the lullab- it's, it's the not lullaby only going to be hot, but it's going to be moist. It's going to be full of human moist. Ugh. Humans are gross. Human <laughs> musky moist. You know, we excrete. The musky moistness is creeping into your nose. We excrete from everywhere. It. It's just gross. Just that musk. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. yeah. So... People were about a hundred people or so. I can't remember. A lot of people had had uh, fallen over from heat prostration. So this guy Lou heat. Wait, I I have to rewind that heat? one. Because what? I have to rewind that a little bit. I think she said heat frustration, heat prostration. Like they were they throwing themselves down in prayer and like all of a sudden pass out from heat. I, I hang on. Uh so. People were about a hundred people or so. I can't remember. A lot of people had had uh, fallen over from heat prostration. So th- she said, "Heat prostration." <laughs> it was either heat prostration or heat frustration. Either way, that's not a thing. And a hundred people, if that was to happen, like during an event, you would shut that down. That's the only way that you would 
That's the only right, right way to well, do something. You know. Okay. Well, looking at it statistically, if you have seventy-five thousand people, mm-hmm. and one hundred of those people ha- have some form of heat exhaustion or heat stroke, yeah, or in this in this case, heat frustration. Heat prostration. <laughs> They've thrown themselves down to pray to Allah and. <laughs> oh wait, no, they don't pray to that guy. Never mind. <laughs> Well, you know, that's that's really not that bad. But still, a, a responsible uh, adult would be like, holy shit, people are keeling over. It's too hot in here. Let's stop the show. Right. Oh, wait, but then have to, they'd have to give a refund. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, let's turn on the air conditioner. Oh, you're you're on the right track there, Kyle. This guy, Lou Engel, <laughs> my buddy, buddy, comes to me. Lou comes and he says... You know, mom or whatever. Sometimes he calls my mom, but but. Ugh, ugh. Calling really? anybody that's not your mom, mom is Look, gross. I yeah, hate that. I fucking hate that. that. You don't do that. Only one person gets that title. God damn it. You know they're gonna close down this event because it's so hot. Do something. Take off all your clothes. <laughs> And at first, you know, my brain kind of went, do something about this stadium. But then all of a sudden, I thought, wait a minute. I'm a prophet. Don't they say beware anybody that calls themselves something like that? I I don't know their rules and their their holy book, but. I'm a prophet of what? (laughs) This Tuesday, we will have Chili Mac. (laughs) There, I'm a fucking prophet there. It will be good, and we will rejoice because I will use Italian sausage instead of regular. <laughs> they 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 prophesied that soon the ambient temperature in the room would be lowered to a comfortable seventy two degrees. Oh, so you mean the 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 heat control system within the stadium is going to kick on and be like, oh, it's warm in here. Yeah, let's the thermostat yeah. works. Hey, how about that? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The your thermostat is a prophet, apparently. Yeah in the name of Jesus. God called this meeting. So I called this young guy with me named Roger. I love Roger. Some of you might not think Roger saved because he is tatted like from one end to the other. You know, Pierre. She's checked every inch of Roger for these tattoos. (laughs) He's got I-N-R-I tattooed on his dick. And so whenever it gets hard, it actually spells (laughs) E-A-S-U-S Nazarenus Rex, you didn't. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Look, if you can so fit said, that Roger, all on one over piece, here, so we yeah. Went- yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to go corkscrew though, probably for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh no, thanks. Either way, either way, that's a lot of skin. <laughs> yeah. Beside the statue, the stage, and I said, "Roger, we're gonna deal with this situation. Just do what I do." So I knelt down. Roger goes, yes, I'm loving this. So I knelt down. Hey, Roger kneels down. <laughs> and so all of a sudden, I felt like I had the faith. Remember where the prophet looked and there was like not even a puffy cloud in the sky? But he saw oh, rain. God, Are you get getting the this? Where you lower the, the abundance thermostat. of rain. I hear the sound of abundance rain. Is Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, forever? Has he given us the same authority through the name of Jesus? Of course he has. Is he the God of creation? Did he stop being the creator? Yeah, when he died. (laughs) 
and his twin brother took the body away. <laughs> wow. So they're, I mean, sorry, think I, about it. They, I forgot how much preaching there was in here. <laughs> they're, they're taking, they're taking him from the level of deity to HVAC tech. <laughs> oh yeah. What you got here is you got a problem with your condenser. Oh, uh, <laughs> look, you forgot. You forgot to turn the cold air on and you look right now it's set to away. You got to You got to look, push the button here. Now it says return. The temperature drops to 67. You'll be fine. You know, when you leave your house for the day, you really shouldn't turn the thermostat up a bit, <laughs> but you should also make sure you keep the fan on so that the look, hot areas of your you house get a little bit cooler from the downstairs. Yeah, look, if you're going to have 75,000 people in your house, you're going to need to turn the thermostat down. You know, I could feed them all it with like, with two loaves of bread up. and stuff, but you guys, you need to make sure you recharge your Freon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, the HVAC guy. <laughs> oh, you need to make sure you clean out your vents at least once every decade. This stadium's been here for about, oh, I'd say ever since creation. Uh, so... I, b I bet you it's never been cleaned out before. I bet you got a bunch of dead weasels in there. <laughs> Jesus is, in the, Jesus is in, in the back room going, Jesus Christ, when did you change these filters? You know, you can't just be cheap and get the uh, the three-pack of filters. You really need to get the 3M ones where they, you know you can get all the uh, the particulates out of the air. You know, otherwise people's allergies is just going to be going crazy. When was the last time you changed this one? This thing is rated for a 24 by 24, and you put a 15 by 20 in here? What do you think you're doing? You're just letting bad air get through without being filtered. <laughs> Jesus, the HVAC guy. You had to think about that? No! Okay. okay. So, <clears throat> I got up and I had some faith. Oh. So I said, Roger, point your hands to the sky. I mean, we're just by ourselves at the side of the platform. So we pointed our hands to the sky and say, say this, Roger, in the name of Jesus, clouds come from the north and the south and the east and the west. That's not we how weather works. The sky, blue sky, not even a puffy cloud to work with. I mean. So what you're telling she, me. No, hang on, hang on, back up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure she called him Jesus Klaus. <laughs> I'm gonna rewind it just a little. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Klaus! <laughs> you point your hands to the sky. I mean, we're just by ourselves. We're just by ourselves with seventy-two thousand so people our hands in the, the audience. Sky and say, say this, Roger. In the name of Jesus, clouds come from the north oh. and the south and the east and the west. <laughs> we looked at the sky, blue sky, not even a puffy cloud to work with. I mean, not a nothing up there. So it didn't work. So your confirmation what? bias didn't work. <laughs> Hang on. So I said, well, what Roger, let's pray some more. <laughs> so we got down work. on our knees again and we prayed and finally I had it. I know how to explain. It's just a gift of faith. So I got up and we started commanding the clouds to come to the north, south, east, and west. And they covered the stadium. Now, if God can air condition the desert with a cloud, don't you think he can do it today? Amen. Wait, so the clouds came from all what? four directions? That Were you in the happen. middle of a tornado? I mean <laughs> I mean even then it even if even with spirally stuff, it has to come in from a different from different directions. I mean the reason you get tornadoes is you get two different fronts that smash against each other. The reason you have hurricanes is that 
hurricanes rolling into somewhere. It's like, it doesn't just, you know, magic, magic clouds, magic, magic, you know, and there it is. No, <laughs> that's just. And so then wow. I was still hot. So still I hot. said, Roger, we need to do one more thing. We're going to call the wind to blow. So we said, in the name of Jesus, we command the winds to blow. Come from the north, the south, the east, and those winds begin to blow. And this was what I did. Take a breath. Oh, my God, lady. Guess she what happened? In the, air with, she licked on it. the wind began to blow. Hey, man. And you should say, hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm losing it. Jeez. Oh, she's, she's wonderful. This is a wonderful clip just because <laughs> we got Jesus HVAC guy. <laughs> we got Jesus HVAC guy and Jesus Klaus. <laughs> like. I died on the cross for this. <laughs> I had to go to trade school to learn to do this. <laughs> look, look, Created the you universe. Got, if, you, <laughs> if you don't maintain your filters and your thermostat, you're gonna have a problem. You're gonna blow out your air conditioner way before the warranty's even out. And if you think they're gonna come out here and replace that, you got another thing coming, buddy. Fine, fine, fine. You don't want to mess with the thermostat. I'll just go ahead and call up some cloud cover, okay? And I'll make the wind blow from all four directions at the same all time. All four directions. You go okay <laughs> with a tornado. That's fine. Tornadoes, all four directions. That's what you get with a tornado. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Smokey, what the hell are you doing back here? Hey, nothing, man. Hey, I'm fixing something. Hey, just stay over there. But I thought you wanted me to wash your car. Hey, man. Watch it later. Stay over there. Smokey, you know I ain't the smartest man in the world, but from over here, it look like you taking a shit. Diesel, get the hell out of my bed. Oh, look, let's like, smoke. You been eating corn, huh? Smokey, get the hell out of my bed. Go ahead, man. All right, man. But look, between me and you, man, when you're done, I clean all that shit up for you for $2. Ugh. Hey, Diesel. What? You better not tell nobody, man. Man, I'm not, man. Keep it on the down low. All right, I'm not like that. I'm going to keep it down, bro. La, la. Hey, Smokey back here taking a shit! He's there! Well, I ain't gonna tell nobody else. Making his very first appearance on Fun With Real Audio is Dutch Sheets. Yes, that is his name. I heard this name and I'm like, are we talking about the sales of ships? Or are we talking about like a Dutch Masters that you, you know, you get all the tobacco out and you use those to roll your fillies or what? I mean, I don't... What is a Dutch Sheet? Well, apparently this guy's name is Dutch Sheets, and he's got some stuff to say to us. Hey, I want to take a couple of minutes and just tell you what God has been speaking to me about some of the events taking place in America and around the world. Okay, so first off, you're already letting us know that you hear voices in your head, and you're going to talk to us about those. You feel absolutely no remorse about this at all. I heard the Lord very clearly speak to me several weeks ago and said, be ready. Demons, principalities, powers, the, the, what, what, which is it? Demons, principalities, and powers. What? It was, it was all of them. Oh, you know, if you throw enough darts with both fucking the, hands, one of them will the, stick. It, you know? it was the, that's the, that's the new Holy Trinity. Demons, principalities, and powers. Just the, the spiritual realm of darkness is about <laughs> to start manifesting. Well, goddammit, Stephen Strange, get on it. What are you doing? 
It's that Loki guy. He's causing more problems. And now I'm watching that happen. Much of the uh, anger in government institutions, the protests that are happening, and the violence on our streets. Because we're mad. Even some of the leaders around the world, like in North Korea, Syria. North Korea has been doing the same shit they've been doing since the old North Korea. Syria mm-hmm. has been doing no the same there. shit that's been going on for like the same seven years. No changes there. No, nothing new. Some of these conflicts that have escalated, a lot of have exactly to do with fucking Donald Trump's foreign policy. That is all that there is to it. The man is trying to start a fucking trade war with Canada. And if he's going to go toe-to-toe against Justin Trudeau, he's going to get his ass handed to him. I don't have a ton of love for Justin, but he's a lot fucking smarter at this job than he is. He is. He is. And 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 don't forget that Justin Trudeau definitely has an ass to hand to people. <laughs> and he took because he took, have you have you seen have you seen it? Not in person. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Iv- I heard Ivanka maybe no Justin's married apparently, but he did take Ivanka out on a night on the town. So he he probably's like he's probably holding on to that Trump card. He's like, honey. Before I go on this trip, I have to fuck Ivanka just so I can use it against him in the future. I have to do it. I have to do it. I'm sorry, okay? I'm really sorry. And so when he finally gets to the point where the trade war is happening, he's like, hey, Don, fucked your daughter. <laughs> and So who hasn't? That I was going to say, it could go a couple of ways there. I think Trump would be like, oh, so we're Eskimo brothers now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Don't Google that, guys. Don't do that. Yes. <laughs> is the manifestation of evil spirits. They are upset, and they are angry. No, it's the manifestation of a lot of people that slept on their politics underneath Obama, and now they're mm-hmm. like, oh, fuck, we've really got to be part of this to make it work for us. <laughs> so 2018 is going to be really fucking interesting. They are angry because they know we have moved into a season, we, the church, well, in the earth, but no. we as believers <laughs> have moved into a season where we can experience great breakthrough. In fact, some of the breakthroughs that we have been crying out for and interceding for for years, like maybe decades, like we are in a season where we can experience the fullness of that breakthrough. For example, the Supreme Court. (laughs) Finally gave us an example. For example, the Supreme Court, you know, they got Gorsuch. Yeah. What about it? Good for you. It took McConnell fucking stealing a seat from from obama for that to happen yeah i've been wondering why obama lit trump like lit all these guys get away with so much shit over the last like two years might have a reason for that here coming up pretty soon we'll see (laughs) i don't want to get too conspiracy theory on you people but i think they've built the house of cards thinking that nobody could stop them and (laughs) someone's gonna come along and push on it like a jenga tower so let's see. First appearance of Dutch Sheets. I'm giving him a solid, not even a solid, a kind of a semi no. 4.2 out of like 11. <laughs> dude, he, he, not not he, not good game. That was flaccid as hell, nah. dude. Mm-hmm. He's got a good voice though. I'll give him that. He's no Jesse Lee Peterson where he talked like this the whole thing, and we gotta let white people rule us with the black people. Ah, oh, Jesse Lee, we miss you. We need to do another clip of him soon. We now return to the communists. I hear report cards were handed out today. What were your grades? Uh, uh, uh. 
quit Stalin and answer your father. <laughs> Go ahead, honey, and tell us your marks. Do I Khrushchev? Did somebody say Khrushchev? So the, the human scarecrow, Kevin Swanson, wants to talk to us about something in particular. I, I don't want to give it away to you guys, but the, the, the string of words that he throws together about what the goal of public schools are. You'll, you'll just have to listen to believe it. Here we go. The state has an agenda with your children. And friends, I realize that this may sound a little bit hyper. They, they want to collect tax money from your children when they grow up. That's, that's what they want. It may sound a little bit of an exaggeration. I don't think it is, because I think if you begin to see the trajectory of where things have gone and you just draw it out for the next five, six, eight years, you're going to find this. Five, six, eight years. Like, pick one. <laughs> and I just realized he has that bitchy, bitchy girl voice and you're muted for some reason. Mm, and he like yeah. goes up and up and up with this timber of his voice when he finishes the statement and he just goes. Da, 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 da. It's like. He doesn't want it. He doesn't want a picky ear. He wants all of them. No. Something's going to happen sometime within the next five to 12, 12 years. years. Yeah. Eh, maybe five to 20. Never, it could be 30. You know, it could be uh, not even within our lifetime. You know, like Jesus Christ coming back, you know. Agenda. The goals of the educational program for your kids in the public schools, the goals of goals. the world for your children is that your kids be transgendered and communist by 20 years of age. Um, they they okay. failed. They failed really fucking hard with me. <laughs> Is there a problem with that? I, I don't see a problem with it. And are, are, what, kind of, what kind of communist are we talking about here, sir? Specify your, your flavor of communism. I mean, look, right now, you can be a communist if you want to be a communist. All you have to do is join the party. The, the, it does, it, it like takes nothing My favorite to become a communist. My favorite t-shirt is the Communist Party t-shirt. Lennon wearing the lampshade. Love it. <laughs> you think I'm overstating the case, Steve? Yeah, Boy, you're, you're I, I don't know. I mean, if you take out the line from where they start, you know, several yeah. years ago, and you continue on you to its logical end. Draw that line out for the yeah. next five, eight years, friends. Of course, of course, this is the agenda. Parents, just get serious about it. <laughs> Do you want your kids transgendered and communist yes. at 18 years of age? Yes. Is, is that your goal? Yes. If it isn't, then maybe you ought to bring a different vision into the education of your children. <laughs> Bring a different vision into the education. Wait to hear this one. Wait, why are you playing? Don't play. NSNBC. Stop that. Stop. Autoplay. <laughs> Evil. It's the fact that they think that, that those things uh, are the worst. You know, the fact, the fact that they think, well, one, that they think it's a bad thing. Inherently, it's a bad thing. Is hysterical. And two, that they think they through the education system you can turn people transgender there's no amount of reading you can put in front of somebody that is completely hetero or i'm sorry if there's if there's uh if they're cisgender Cis, yeah if there's no you amount can't. of like literature you could put in front of somebody and be <laughs> like read this and then become it like no that's not how that works at all <laughs> not 
at all. Not even close. The thing is, though, you might have cis people that have been living in denial with them, with their own feelings for a really fucking long time. They might identify as cis, but they didn't realize that they were trans or if that was even a case. And boy, there's a lot of people out there that get so mad when you bring up the word cisgender. It's like, you don't understand terms. You don't. No, no. <laughs> no you don't. If there is a trans, there has to be a cis. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a bad term. It's just like they get upset because they're called something that pretty much, and I'm not going to say the word normal because it doesn't mean normal. It's opposite of trans. You know, trans is opposite of cis. It's just a word defining something. And they're like, how dare you call me a name like that? Be like, there's a lot of people that like be have labels attached to them too. So, because you can actually, actually helps you communicate with people better once you have, you know, all of these checkpoints saved within the dialogue. It's like you you don't want to start off a conversation with somebody and you know not what not know what their position is on certain things. If someone comes to you and is like, "Hi, I'm trans," be like, "Oh, okay, great. We know where to start." When I mean, you should be a normal <laughs> fucking human being when you're talking to somebody to begin with. But at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. you know when that comes up, and be like, "Oh, okay, which pronouns do you prefer?" You know, but oh man, there's people that hate doing that too. God damn it, there's a lot of people that that love to misgender people just to spite them. Mm-hmm. And boy, don't go to 4chan or certain groups on Facebook because there's a lot of people that just they they bring up the whole Tumblr 67 different um 67 68 different forms of gender and stuff like that and I'm like you guys have no idea what you're talking about. You need shush. If it's too hard for you to understand, <laughs> don't read about it, don't worry about it. It's not for you. Just call yourself sis and be good with it. Not that hard. It's fine. It's not hard. It's fine. And a communist? What's wrong with being a communist? It seemed to work well for Dennis and his wife and Monty Python and wait, no, they're the Sinarco communist. Uh, and what the fuck <laughs> do they call themselves? Uh, I don't oh, Dennis, know. there's some lovely filth over here. <laughs> We're an anarchist commune or something like that. <laughs> Listen. Absolute power derives from a mandate from the masses. (laughs) Uh, So, Kevin Swanson. First, you didn't understand gay people. Now you really have no idea what transgender means, and you have no idea that people can have different political ideologies. Being one doesn't necessarily preclude you to being something else. However, I will say that being a a hard-ass evangelical Christian pretty much means you're going to raise your kids to be Republican, just like I was as a kid. It's sad that there's so many people that are trying to escape that and they're having a hard time doing so. So, goddamn. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show, such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, aka Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. It's incredibly easy for me to see how someone can become a misanthrope pretty easily. I mean, frightfully easily. When you look at humanity as a whole, it's almost like we're trying our hardest to fuck everything up as quickly as possible while yelling at the previous ne'er-do-well. Hey, hold my beer, would you? 
Now that's a good chap. Now watch me fuck this 12-year-old using a fetus as a condom. I, I really hope that disgusted you. Because we are a fucking disgusting species. There's nothing apart from the art that we create that I can think of that's made us any better than most species on this planet. I mean, honestly, if you've never thought about how gross we are with the fluids or non-Newtonian solids coming out of us, all the orifices that we have, and when it's not those two states of matter that we drip out, it's the noxious chemicals we exhale. We are nasty. It's just not too often that we get to see examples of how truly bad people can be to each other, played out live on national television like we witnessed this week. Uh, with the bloodthirsty members of the House of Representatives crowing to each other about how skillfully they just fucked 24 million people out of their health insurance, all that so some rich folk can get a bit of money. They even celebrated this vote in the Rose Garden where they were all giving each other self-congratulatory high fives and beer was served. So whatever they had on hand will not be in my fridge ever again. But here's where they can't even see past their own fucking egos. They passed a bill in the house. That's it. I mean, there's two other houses, there's two other places it has to go. It has to go through the Senate, and it has to go to the President. They're celebrating like they had won the Super Bowl by a blowout, when it should be treated just like they barely had time to have their neighborhood street hockey game called in their favor because it's the time of the day where the traffic gets too heavy. This was a four-vote, slim win that will have to go to the Senate next, like I said. Good luck there, where it's most likely already dead. Congrats on your revelry, you're celebrating nothing, and you feel a-okay. That's bad enough for me to want to take this country's political discourse and flush it all down the toilet and just pack my bags and pick a spot on the map and disappear for good. But we know that's not how you fix what's broken. That's how you give up and start the ball rolling on the end of humanity. And I don't know about most folks hearing these words, but even though these ghouls are in charge of some of the biggest and scariest countries in the world, they won't be forever. What you're seeing is the death throes of the so-called greatest generation. We have all seen subsequent generations fill in for the entitled generations on this planet. It's happened in Europe, and it's slowly starting to work its way into our nation as well. If the election of Donald Trump has shown us anything, it's that our old think of us being an isolated nation is gone. The enemy now is on cyberspace, and in, if anything, wars will be fought over ideas and currency rather than resources and territories. Then again, I guess I could just be pulling all of this out of my ass. We, could, we are a very terrible species, but like the good doctor, there is something inside of us that one day can grow beyond the selfishness that we currently have on display. We have to grow past the absolute rights of the individual, and at least insofar as it causes further division, we need to get back to the socialist ideas that made this country the economic powerhouse that it once was. We need to tax the shit out of the rich. We need to make sure everyone has access to health care and education. Make sure people who want to work can work. And start investing back into the people who make up this country. Instead of the banks and the corporations whose sole purpose is to make money. Not ensure people's well-being. Nobody in the world's greatest nation <coughs> should die of hunger, lack of medicine, or driving while black. But that's a different rant for another story. and I'm. So close to saying fuck it to the human race. But like an abused spouse, I guess I just keep coming back for more.
All right, that brings it into the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on our Friday patron show. That's when we drop the veil of secrecy on our six-month-old exclusive episodes and bring them to the rest of you wonderful people that haven't heard them yet. Uh, those people who count themselves as one of our patrons have probably already heard the episode that's coming up. And uh, they also have like another 40-ish or so shows that are available only to them. And if you like what we do here and wish to support the show that, that we produce for you guys each week, make sure you go to patreon.com slash outcasts and donate at a level that you feel comfy with. So many, many, many thanks go to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, and of course, the Rissy monster herself, Marissa McCool, who's going to be here for Pride this year. I'm so excited. Uh, remember, we don't only credit those who send the show some cash. We also give shout outs to anyone who gives us a review on iTunes, a subscribe on YouTube, or even a review on Facebook, because your reviews really do help out the show in reaching more people. And we're really grateful to get any reviews in. So go right now and give us a rating if you haven't already, and we'll be sure to give you your due praise. A uh, final thanks for Kyle joining me this week, but we're off to go record the secret patron show that won't be coming out for everybody else until, oh, I don't know, sometime in November. Uh, but anyway, you can catch the one that we recorded six months previous on Friday. But until then, everyone, you're welcome. Wonder what tomorrow will bring. Maybe a diamond ring. Well, it's all right, even if the say you're wrong. Somewhere down the road when somebody plays
Ah, oh, right up the nose. Like playing dick up the nose. Oh, I love this plant penis up my nose. Give me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be a female flower. Who knows? He, mm-hmm. But that'd be like, oh, it's a summer's eve. <laughs> plant canalingus. There are those sick <laughs> people that are actually into that kind of thing where they hump dirt and stuff like that. It's like, I guess I can't call them sick. They're not victimizing anybody. Except maybe that earthworm that lives in that mound of dirt. Oh my god! It's my god! <laughs> he's coming. He's angry. Why does he keep ravaging the hole which I built? My god is angry. What have I done? What have I done to offend thee, oh god? <laughs> Why are you spitting at me? 